ED. Yo. It's the day before. The day before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's a big day before, too. It is. Hi. One we ain't seen in a long, long, long time. I'm excited. Me too. Well, I'm excited. Let's do it. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners, Cowboys, back in the playoffs again for the first time they meet in the postseason. First time since 1995. Um, Ironically, first time both of them are in the playoffs in the same year since 1998. That is just a long, long, long time. So uh, it, it seems like all is right when the Niners are meeting the Cowboys in the postseason. So we get it again in this super wild card weekend. Not really sure where that super part came in, but I'll, I'll I digress. <laughs> I'll get into that in, in just a sec. Uh, but we're going to break down the game. We're going to talk a little Jimmy G, talk a little Trent Williams as well. Uh, we got some all pro performers uh-huh. on mm-hmm. this team, ED. A couple of them. We will uh, reveal who those are uh, for you in case you haven't heard yet. Uh, and also, We'll get to your keys, ED, uh, as well. As always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, they got everything you want, right? Vegas casino games, they got the prop bets. Uh, it's it's NHL time. It, it's NFL time, as you know. It's the big mm-hmm. big playoffs are starting here. You got NBA going on, college hoop, which ED loves so much. It, it, they all they got it all for you. Whatever it is that you want, Bet Online has it, and they also got a discount for you. So go ahead and go ahead, go over to the website and use our code Believe. That's B L E A V to get your fifty percent welcome bonus. Bet Online. Where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, ED, um, super wild card weekend. Um, uh-huh. As if wild card weekend wasn't good. So, like, is it going to be like super divisional round next week and then the super conference championships before we get to the actual Super Bowl? Like, like I, they're they're really pumping this thing up. They got You got Monday night playoff games yeah. uh, going on, too. They're playing on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, the Rams and the Cardinals will be playing in that one. Um, so, that's... I got a gripe with that. Um, what? What? I don't even know if this is the pod for that, but I, I do have a gripe with that. I got, I got, I got a, I got a gripe. I, all right, so I'll, I'll just, I'll just throw it. Yeah, out you got, you got to put it out there now. All right, all right, so I'll just throw it out there. All right, so kind of, it's similar to the same gripe I had with the NFL when they played games on Christmas this past season, right? I feel right. like certain days are reserved for certain sports. Like you think Christmas, you think the NBA, right? The NBA has, has owned Christmas for I don't, who knows how long, right? You're, Mar- you're, you're correct. You're Martin, correct. Lu- Martin Luther King Day, the NBA going back, I don't know, maybe the last 10 years or so, they've kind of put their stamp on MLK Day as well. There's that part about it. But then there's also the fact that only two teams are playing on Monday night, right? The winner advances. That team in the postseason is going to be playing on a short week the following week. I just don't know that that's I don't know that that just I don't know if I feel right about it. not that I'm a big Rams fan or Cardinals fan for that matter but the fact that you know they got to play on a short week uh, and they're making this a prime time thing because it's a super wild card weekend I, I don't know that just doesn't really there's like a competitive well, advantage well, look, disadvantage thing that, that I, I see you play on Sunday if you play Monday and you play Sunday you're used to it if you have to play Monday and then play a Saturday game now that's an issue that's a short week but a Monday to a Sunday game is not a short week. That's not a short week? No, it's not a short week because you're going to be off on Tuesday. Guys are off on Tuesday anyway, just like they'll be off this week, and then you start practicing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's the same thing for a player. 
Yeah, but normally but, Monday after a Sunday game, guys are in the building, they're getting some rehab, they're kind of getting themselves back. They start true, getting back. True, but what, but what I'm saying, but as far as a short week in preparation to get play a game, you, you got the same amount of time. Right. So if you play on Sunday, if you play on Saturday, now that's that's like I said, that's an issue. But if you're playing on Sunday, it's it's not that big a deal. It's really I'll, not. I'll, I mean, you know, I stay on my soapbox. Uh, Niners don't have to deal with a short week. They they yeah. will be playing uh, the the Cowboys on a full week, full rest. A uh, couple All Pro players announced today: Debo Samuel and Trent Williams, both uh-huh. announced as all All Pro. Earned. Not pro bowlers, all pro. There's a difference, ED. Let them know. Let them yeah. know. There's yeah, there, a there definitely is a difference. It's much, much more difficult to make an all pro team um, because number one, uh, now they have they they have more, but y- y- they normally just pick one player for each position. So that's that's how it is. So you, you to be to make first team all pro, you had to put it down that that year. So much so that you get the writers that don't really follow you consistently. You have to flash for them. That's why it's so difficult to make an all pro team. Like I said, there, there are a lot of guys that are gonna vote for people. Like you heard someone say, they're not voting for Aaron Rodgers as the MVP because they don't like it. You gotta deal with that. Then you have the people that just don't see you play. East coast people don't see you play on the West coast a lot of times. Um, Unless you're really, really putting it down, so to make the so that's a that's a big time deal when you make that all pro team, first team all pro is that's that's big time. I thought I, I thought I thought I'd be in my fields. Oh boy, it was like I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers. I don't like him. That's, that's but <laughs> that's, that's that happens, man. That happens. It, 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 it and it's the, crazy. The, that's what I'm saying. They, they should even have a vote. They I've always said that they yeah. shouldn't have a vote. It's like yeah. the Hall of Fame. The, the, in my opinion, the guys that should vote on the Hall of Fame should are be Hall of Famers. A Hall of Famers. <laughs> I, I get down with that. I get that's, that's, that's what I really think. Yes, you would still have some of that like and dislike, but it would come from a much more um, educational or educated point. You know, even the like and the dislike is going to come from a, a much more educated vantage point, I think. But anyway. Anyway, back to back to the all pros on this team. Congratulations, well earned. Well, well earned, well, well deserved. Uh, Debo Samuel um, and Trent Williams once again. Debo, man, I mean the, the the giant leap I feel like he took this year uh, in year three uh, was just phenomenal. And then Trent Williams, you know, he, he got the big, he he, he got paid. Forty ers kind of wanted to see what he can do that 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 first year. They they kind of wanted to make him you know make him prove it, make him earn it a little bit, and he. He gets the deal, and he comes back, and he, and he shows why he's you know one of the best, if not the best, left tackle uh, in the game. Speaking of Trent, he returned to practice as we record this pod here on a Friday, the day before, the day before. Uh-huh. Um, and so he returned to practice. Uh, looks like he will be available to go, which makes this Rams win even more impressive. I know I keep going back to that, but I mean, you arguably were with was without your best player, like pound for pound best player in that game you're without yeah. him and and on the road and your quarterbacks blindside yada 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 and, and they're still able to win that game uh without him so he's back um so that, that also goes but that also goes to my point right there and then we're, we're going to move off of this quickly you know, when someone was saying that trent williams is actually the mvp of the league and he should get votes for the mvp i can't remember who the the writer was that said that when i saw it i was like that's bananas um Reason being, you just pointed it out. 
um, where there's a difference between best player, and that's like people always get caught up on on MVP. There's a difference between best player and most valuable player. The most valuable player on the 49ers team this year is Debo. He's the most valuable player, more so than the quarterback. More than if, 10. He, he, yes, he's the most valuable player on that team right now because even what 10 does is so predicated off of how Debo is playing and how he has played this year. The plays he's been able to make, the swing plays, um, you know, the runs that he's made, some of the catches, the run after the catch. There's been so much that you look at it and say they would not be. Yeah, and we can always go with the quarterback. Yeah, he touches the ball all the time. That's why the award, the award always starts with a quarterback because they have the ball in their hands. But Debo had the ball in his hands a lot, and he did a whole lot. They they would not be here without Debo. You can you can argue all the other stuff. That's what that's what that's what makes the most valuable player. Trent is a tackle. A tackle doesn't affect the game enough to be the most valuable player of the game. He didn't touch the ball, number one, ever. You, you know what I'm saying? So, so that so that right there immediately takes an, a tackle out of being your most valuable player. Not that mean he's not your best player. As you started this off, he's arguably the best player on the roster, arguably one of the best top five players in the league, but. There we go. Okay, now now let's 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 go. And no 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 gripes from me. Um, so you, you got the Cowboys mm-hmm. and you got the Niners. This game going to be played at Jerry's World. Uh, first meet in the postseason since 1995 between these two historic franchises. Wow. This 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 playoff rivalry that has brought us the catch. Uh, it's brought us your pick six, Ed. I mean, it's brought us so many great great moments uh, in NFL history. But when we look at this particular game, um. Dak Prescott, kind of in, I mean, kind of an up and down year, right? It looked like he was shot out of a cannon to start the season. You know, mm-hmm. had a little bit of a slump. That offense looked like it started to pick itself up the last couple of weeks. Um, granted, that game against the Eagles last week, Philly was, you know, sitting there, guys, because they, you know, they 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 were already in in the dance, and, and uh-huh. Dallas put up a fifty piece on them. Um, but what what do we make of uh, this this Cowboy team? Um, I know there's a lot made of them being in the East, right? And and, and being able to beat up yeah. on an opposition in their division, but then once they get outside of the division, you know, not not as great, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I guess, what, what do we make of this Cowboys team? Uh, it's the typical um, NFC East team. As you said, they beat up on each other because you have, um, a, you normally have some really, really bad teams in that division. They get to, and whoever is right that year beats up on them because you've heard for years like it's the most competitive division in the league and and all these type things that they used to always talk about the NFC East and Madden and the summer all, all all through Al Michaels and Collins where everyone always talks about how competitive it is that's because you have a lot of mediocre teams there so yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Dallas Dallas is a good football team. Um, Dak Prescott is is a good quarterback. A lot of people don't give him his love. I think he's a very good quarterback, um, cap- capable of taking over a game, and he also plays for the type coach that will allow him to take over the game. He plays for a coach that is okay if he has to throw the ball 50 times. Dak is okay if he has to throw the ball 50 times, uh, but they also, they also uh, want to run the ball. Uh, and he understands that, so he he doesn't get heady that way. Uh, but 
I, I kind of look at what they've done down the stretch. As you said, they had their little slump, but then they turned things around. But they really didn't play um, solid ball clubs down the stretch. And I think that's going to be a problem for them going into this game right now. I think, it, I think it's going to be a different level that they go against. Um, and I'm not sure if they can handle the type ball that the Niners are going to bring to them. I mean, they, they lost Arizona at home. They lost the Raiders at home on, on Thanksgiving. Uh, they lost to Denver at home. Um, so, I mean, it, it, that's a place you can go in and you can win. Um, yeah. I, I think yeah. the Niners almost won there last year, and that was with, I don't know, quarterback number five. <laughs> not not I, five, but like. I, I was about to say, I don't even know who it was. <laughs> You know, but I mean, they, they certainly had their chances, right? They certainly had their opportunities. Um, I, I think when, and one thing we didn't talk about with, with the Rams game uh, was defensively, right? E-man being back in the lineup. And you and I talked about this. I'm not sure if we talked about it. I think it was probably on pod after the pod or, or, or something of that, that nature. But um, the impact E-man has on this defense and seeing him back in the lineup on Sunday, um, you can see the impact. Uh, you can see how it was felt. I, I, granted, the defense has started to make some strides prior to um, mm-hmm. last week, but um, you see him. He he gets out there. He makes an interception. Um, you, I, I think there was noticeably, especially when he first went down, there was noticeably something missing defensively when he wasn't in there. Um, his impact was certainly felt. And then you look over Ambry on the other side. The strides he's been able to make this. Uh, over the past, you know, a couple of weeks ago since being inserted in the starting lineup. Um, but E-Man specifically, though, uh, w- like what what impact have you seen him have on, on, on this D? Uh, well, it's, there's the confidence level when you have your guys out there that um, you feel throughout the huddle. And it starts with the play caller. Um, it, it's go flip it over to what I was saying about uh, Kyle having Jimmy quarterback his offense. He's more comfortable with what he wants to do and how he wants to do it because he knows that there are no restrictions on it. Same thing happens for a defensive uh, signal caller. I can do pretty much anything if I have my guys out there. And the one thing you got to have is a corner. <laughs> you, you have to have a corner that you trust. You can, you can manipulate a defense. You can make a quarterback see things, but at some point, in all of that manipulation and disguise and all this stuff, you got to put somebody's tit in the ringer. And a coach has to have a guy that says uh, that he believes can survive the down. It's that simple. If you're looking out there saying none of my guys can survive this down in that coverage one-on-one against these X's and O's, against those O's, if they, if they can't do it, then I, um, I, I can't click that call. I was watching it inside the NFL the other night, or last night, actually. Ray Lewis said, Niners are the best defense in the NFL right now. Are you are you willing to go there? I'm uh, not sure that I am. Um. Well, you know what? I, I Someone asked me something about this game, um, and they were like, do you really feel that way? Because, um, you know, because Woody put out there that something, you know, Tom Rathman, Woody, you know, Woody put out there that um, – something about the, the um, kicking the Niners. The Niners are going to kick Dallas's ass. And, and I was like, no lies detected. And someone was like, you really think that? And I said, you know, these are the, and they were like, give me some reasons. I, I said, guys, I don't just 
scout with my heart. They were like, of course you said that. I said, I, I, I actually scout with my head. And I said, I'm looking at this. That as far as the Niners defense. So the Niners defense is better than advertised. That's the part about it. You think about the because everyone that talks about the injuries and who's and defaults not there and Fred Warner's not playing. He's not a pro bowler this year and all these type things and all. And the only person you ever talk about is Nick Bosa and rightfully so. Um, but collectively, they've done a pretty good job. They, they think of the game. Think of the game. Tell me the game where the defense didn't keep them in the game. Tell me the game where the defense – now, the defense has given up some plays and some bad moments. The defense has um, not cashed in on a couple opportunities where they could have cashed in and done more. But if we think about it, most of the time it was like offense helped them out. Um, we need more offense. We need more this. And then the defense get, takes the rap because the offense couldn't produce in certain situations. And you needed the defense to come up with one more play. And like I said, it's not a dominant defense. And I've been saying that all, all season long. It's not, it's not the 2001 Ravens where they are just going to dominate a team from start to finish. That's not who they are. But collectively, they make plays. They make you go the, wrong, the long route. Once they stop the deep ball over the top of the head and all those PIs, you take that out of the defense – it's very hard to move the ball on them in chunks. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They're better than advertised. So I get I get where he's going. Yeah. I mean, maybe the I mean, maybe the Colt McCoy Cardinals game, maybe. What was the score of that game? <sighs> I, I, yeah, look it up. Look I, it up. Look it up. Wait for him, people. Wait for him. Uh this is what I do to him. This is this is live radio here, folks. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is it. We're live, people. We're live. You know, it's a pod. They can hit the advanced 30 seconds button if they want to. Yeah, they, they absolutely can. 31-17. 31-17. Okay. So that that's one. And that's one. Okay. So and, and you know what I always tell you every year. Every 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 year, every season, you go have a game where it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why it's that's why it's so hard to go undefeated. You're gonna have that day. Where you, where nothing works. So that so out of seventeen games, that that's the one. That, so that's, that's the one that sticks out to me. Um, I mean, I was trying to think maybe one of the Seattle games, but the, the Cardinal, the Cole McCoy Cardinals game definitely is one is one that sticks. Where out. it was just ugly ball on the on their yeah. side. So, so this is so it's interesting. You say you say about being as good as advertised, um, because maybe the Cowboys defense isn't as good as advertised, right? And not that they're a bad defense, but they're not necessarily a dominant defense either. They're, no, an, no, oppor- they're an opportunistic There you defense. go. There you go. That's a, it's, how, it's how you make your plays, and that's the thing about them. They, they, um, they turn the ball over. Um, they give their offense extra op- opportunities because they turn the ball over so often, and that's what has helped out tremendously. On their side of it, it's not a question of them being a dominant uh, offense. So this isn't the type offense, I mean, defense that I'm worried about dominating the 49ers offense. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Do I? Jimmy's going to have Jimmy's going to have a couple Jimmy plays. So there, uh, someone asked me yesterday, "Do I believe that Jimmy is going to have a turnover-free game?" And I was like, "No, 
No, I don't. Why would I believe that? He's going to have a couple of plays, and he always has those couple of throws where you're like, what the hell was that? Dallas is the type defense that on that what the hell was that throw, they come down with it, even if it's a crazy great play like what Jalen Ramsey made. Yeah. That was that was that what the hell throw, and that could have easily hit the ground. Yeah. But they have the type players that can come down with the ball in that situation. So that I can see. Uh, but they're not a dominant defense. They're not the type of defense that are just going to go in there and have you going series after series, three and out, you know, you, you know, four and out, you get five plays in, you, you got to go. Um, you're, they're just not, they're not that type of defense. And I don't think they're going to be able to have that type of day against the, against the 49ers offense. So, I, I mean, you look at both these quarterbacks, like quarterback play is huge, right? I mean, you, you, so you, you think the Niners can win this game. They can survive a Jimmy turnover, maybe even two Jimmy turnovers. Um, two may be tough because you go two turnovers on the road. is always tough to, to, to um, come back. But, but at least one, you think that's can, number, that's number, yeah, two on the road, because I can see, I can see the 49ers making it a push, getting, getting a turnover as well. Two turnovers is very difficult on the road um, because of the momentum swing, the, you know, the crowd getting into it and all these type things. It's hard, especially in a playoff game, the emotion of that moment. A lot of guys are about to experience some emotions that they haven't experienced before. Um, and you do that because you see it in the other guys' eyes that have been there. And when you start to feel um, the finality of that, that moment. Um, but yes, I, I, I'm not freaked out about, a, I don't think this, let me put it this way. They don't have to play perfect football to beat them. They don't have to play perfect football to beat Dallas. They just have to play the way they play and the way they have played the second half of the season. And if they do that, that beats Dallas because Dallas is not built to play that type football. Football is a game of matchups. Period. Across the board. It's a when game. You say that of, type of football, you're talking about the, the physical bully, yes, body the bag way, type football. The way they play, yeah. the way the Niners play football is not the way the Cowboys win. That it, It's going to put, they, they don't beat teams like that. They're a lot more finesse. That's, that's who they are. They're a lot more finesse. That's how, that's, that's, that's how they're wired. The reason you see, you already see it coming out of the, you see it coming out of the Cowboys locker room where they're talking about, I'm standing up to the bully. The only people who ever talk about fighting the bully is the person who's worried about the bully, right? <laughs> the, uh, right? The one, the one who's getting picked on by the bully. The one to get the pep talk from mommy and daddy before they go to school the, the, the next morning. The only, I'm standing up to the bully today. The only, yeah. the only person, who, yeah, right? The only person who talks about standing up to the bully is a person who feels like they're being bullied. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's it. If, if 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 you don't see somebody as a bully, you're not worried about that. You're not worried about taking down the bully, unless you see them as a bully. They see the Niners as a bully, and and that's what they're they're. See, you know, you've heard me say it. Well, you start saying things like that. Who are you trying to convince, me or you? Exactly. Which which one of us are you really talking? Are you talking to me? Or are you talking to yourself? Like, oh, I, I I fight bullies where I'm from. Oh, okay. All right. Did, did we really need to have that discussion, or did we just need to fight? <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Yes. <laughs> see, see, that's my point. 
that's my point. That's not how they play ball. And they're talking themselves into playing that type game. And that doesn't work this time of year. You have, you got to dance the routine that to the song that you set it up for this time of year. You've been, you, you've been putting in all these fancy steps. You've been putting in all of these turns and spins and tosses and all of this type crap that you're going to do. You got your spacing down and you know that when this, when this leg goes left, that leg over there needs to be going right. You got all of that, but it's set to a certain song. You yeah. got to play that tune. You go trying to change the tune. Yeah, you got all the steps, but it's not going to feel right. It's not going to play out right. It, it's not, it's not going to hit the same way you're expecting it to hit. And then you start to question it. In other, in other words, you, you can't, you can't be spinning Luther all season long and then come playoff time when it start coming out to some pot. It, it just don't work that way. It right? is. Yeah, that, that's it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to throw you off. It's going it's gonna, to it's gonna throw off everything you do. Even, like I said, even though you're prepared, you, you got the routine down, but you're going to be like, wait a minute. I, I, I was waiting for this drop right here, and, and, and that didn't come through. And that, that – like I, I I should I should be feeling something right here. That sh- that should be some old school eight oh eight over there. I don't it ain't hidden, and it's gonna throw you off. And that's 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 what happens in the playoffs. You gotta do what you gotta do what you do, and the Cowboys. What they do. Is not conducive to what the Niners do when they're doing it well. So that's the key for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, so so many intriguing matchups in this one for me. I mean, first of all, you got the whole Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan thing. Um, I, I think yeah. that I think Dak, which, which Dak shows up, right? Is the Dak that that was slumping, or is the Dak that looked like he was about to set the world on fire earlier this season? Um, you know, against this Niners secondary, uh, I think that I think that's an interesting one too. And then and then we go back to ten, right? And and we we talked about him being in, in spite of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and look. Everyone knows what's going on here, right? Every the writing is on the wall, right? I mean, this this is it for ten, more than likely, right? I mean, it, the five has been groomed and, and 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 he's ready to go. So this is this could be the swan song for for ten. Um, how's he going to go out? And that that starts on Sunday. You know, no, that's the, actually see. I disagree. That started mm, way back. That started half, halfway point of the season. That's you the, know when the turn the turn the turnaround the, when, they, back from yeah, when, the, when the turnaround when Jim, Jimmy had the keys and Jimmy knew that he was auditioning. The team was bad. You were three and five or six or something like that. You 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 were bad. So they could just right now. Okay, you're getting ready for the next season. They're, if you lose a couple of games, they're going to start putting in five. They're going to start playing backups at every position and all these things because that's what you're really doing. You're getting ready for the next year. Train camp start. Um, Jimmy is an in spite of in spite of guy, and he he came in and he performed and he played well. That art, he was auditioning. Jimmy has been auditioning for the rest of the league for a while now. People say what you want to say about Jimmy. Say, say, like, dislike, whatever. Bottom line, he wins football games. He finds ways to win games. And even when he does the ugly, ugly, crazy, what the hell was that kind of throw, a turnover right there, what are you thinking? Then he'll come down and he'll lead a drive 
in clutch time. We saw a Sunday. And then it wins the game. So you know, so you can't say that he can't do that when he consistently does it. So that's the thing that Jimmy that Jimmy has going for him. So this game, right? He's already been in that situation. I that's why I said, do I expect him to have a turnover-free game? No, because he always throws a couple of balls that could be turnovers, and this is an opportunistic secondary that takes advantage of those. Yeah, and uh, those they, they take they take those to the house. That, that's yeah, I, I, dude. I, I played that position. We love bum throws. I didn't say he's a bum player. I said a bum throw, a bad throw. You as a second as a secondary defender, you love bum throws. Throw me an easy one. I played with a group of guys that every time one came through like that, somebody was trying to grab it. <laughs> you want to give me an easy one? It's it's hard to get a pick. If you want to just play catch, I'm down. I'm down. I have no problem with it. We were always looking for those, bro. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. You got to get some of those. If you want to get a lot of picks in your career, you got to be looking for it. This is the secondary that looks for it. Um, and and so moving moving forward with that. That being said, Jimmy's going to do that, but Jimmy can also make plays, and all he has to do is just play the way he plays. I expect Jimmy to play the way the way he does. He's been in this situation. He saw it from the sideline. He understands how you have to ha- deal with it, how you have to make the adjustments. He's seen people go all the way through. He's been in the situation under center himself. He's dealt with the pressure of them trying to move him out. This game right now is no different than five weeks ago where if he plays poorly, it's over for him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So so it's no different. I don't expect Jimmy to have an issue. He's been in this moment. This moment's not too big for him. There's far more pressure on Dak Prescott. Far more pressure on Dak, who I also expect to play well. I think think that Dak is built for these moments. I don't think he's going to have a bad day. I think the Niners' defense can make him have a bad day um, because of the way they play. But the moment won't be too big for him. Um, but Jimmy, I expect Jimmy to go out and perform well and do well um, because he knows the gravity of the situation. I, I, I really do. Yeah, I, I think he's cognizant of that. I think everybody's cognizant of that. Um, but I do agree with you. I, I don't know that. I don't know that there's pressure, right? Because he's he's not only what you said in terms of these last few weeks or so, when a large stretch of that, he was the best quarterback uh, in the NFL, according yeah, to yeah, some metrics, yeah, yeah. depending on who you yeah, listen to. Let you tell it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but also because um, he's been there. He's mm. been there. He's done that, right? I mm-hmm. mean, you know, the, 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 there's just one game he hadn't won, right? And so yeah. Jimmy's won a playoff game. Jimmy knows how to win playoff games. Yeah. Yeah, so so he he he's been he's been there and and he's done that and so and so that's the reason why I don't I don't I I, I agree with you in the sense that I don't know that he necessarily feels that pressure. I, I think there is far more pressure on Dak Prescott just from the simple fact that um you know it, it's it's the Cowboys and they were a little hesitant to give him his money just because of you know the lack of postseason yada yada yada. So now here is the opportunity, right? Um, so you know so so we'll see. Uh, time now for what well, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, time now for your keys, ED. ED's keys we got the Niners and the Cowboys that postseason rivalry renewed. They meet for the eighth time in the postseason. That game coming up on Sunday, 1 30 p.m. local time. Uh, it'll be on CBS. ED, your keys for Sunday for the super wild, the super wild card weekend. Okay, well, 
here we go. You are at that point of the season where uh, you got to understand that everyone has to lock in and you got a month, you got a little over a month where you got to lock in and play your best ball. So keys to this game. Number one, you know, I said stars got to be stars. Role players got to know their role and take pride in it. And then you got to have a couple of surprises. Okay. I can't tell you who the surprise is going to be, but your stars want to win this game. You want to have a run this time of year. Um, Fred Warner, he's got to do Fred Warner type stuff. Debo, he's got to play like Debo. You're an all pro. You got to play at that level. Um, you got to get, get George Kittle needs to get back to being George Kittle. You want to go. Kittle hasn't had a Kittle game in a long time. Kittle, he, Kittle needs to have a Kittle type game. You're that type player. This is the time that you have to show up and play like that. It's going to be necessary for you to play that way. Jimmy's got to do what he does. The ball's going to be in your hands. You have to do more. I told you, good Jimmy, bad Jimmy shows up to every game. Good Jimmy has to, has to be more dominant in a game like this. Okay, that's so so your stars got to be like stars. Bosa has to get out there and do Bosa shit. That's what you got to play like. This this there's no time to have a off day. This this is the day that you do that. This is the month that you do that. Okay, so that's that's number 1. Number 2, be who they think you are. They expect you to be a bully. They expect you to come in playing tough physical football. Don't disappoint them. Don't disappoint them. You play the game the way you play the game. You go in and you bloody them up. You beat them up in all phases of the ball. Def offensively, you let them, you impose your will by running the ball, by making that defense, that opportunistic defense have to deal with how physical, how strong you are, and, and that's, how, that's how you play this game. That's not what they do. You make it ugly football. That's not what they do. Defensively, you bruise them. Every time they touch the ball, you show up with rude intentions, and you do that until they think you're crazy. You, you batter, and you bruise, and you try to maim anyone that has the ball. That's what this game is, and that's how this team will be beaten. That's not how they play football, and that's the key for the 49ers is understanding that. That right now you depend on your guys that have gotten you to this point to be those guys, and those guys can't let anybody down. And then the other aspect of it is be who they think you are. They, they, keep, they, they think you're a bully. They're talking about it. You're not having to say it. Show them that you actually are. <laughs> Don't disappoint them. I like Don't that. Don't disappoint them. Those are ED's keys. Niners, Cowboys coming up this weekend as uh, Niners open up uh, postseason play against uh, Dallas out at Jerry's World. Uh, we'd be remiss, ED, if we didn't get a story time. Story time with ED here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. I mean, look, this is one of the most historic, you know, playoff rivalries. Uh Second most meetings between any two opponents all time in the NFL. Only the Rams and Cowboys have met more than the Niners and Cowboys uh, have in, in, in the postseason. But you played in this game. You you made big plays in this game. Um, 
I mean, I, 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 you you were lighting up when we started to talk about it a little bit earlier in the week, but oh, yeah, you're, it's, you're, I mean, Cowboys Niners. I mean, what what, what well, there's a generation that doesn't understand it. Like you said, it was '95. Last time this game was played, a lot of people on this pod um, and and on YouTube checking us out, they weren't even born. Uh, so crazy, right? And it's been a long time since both of the teams have consistently been good. But once upon a time. Um, there was nothing better. There, there, was, there, there were no football teams remotely. But this, this, this group has grown up watching um, the Patriots and Tom Brady's dominance over 20 years of, you know, just dominating every single year an opportunity to win a, a championship. Well, that's what the Niners were. That's what the Niners were. And then that's what Dallas became. Because, you know, D- Dallas, Dallas was good. Then they were horrible. And then Jimmy Johnson came and those boys got good again. They were talented and it was, it was competition at the highest level. And that the games between us and Dallas, it wasn't even about competing, competing. I've told you that that's just how hard you're trying competing. Um, It was about excelling. And you knew that you had to excel on that day when your time came because the opponent would. It, it was like, you better make a play because if you don't, they will. You, could, you couldn't expect them to screw up. You couldn't expect them to make a mistake. And that, that's, what, that, that's what that was about. Um, when you beat me, I beat you when it matters. That's how rivalries are born. And, then, and the Dallas Cowboys are taking a whole lot from the Niners through the years. And this is, so right now, this is an opportunity. I love it because that rivalry, it, I think it's going to be reborn because I do believe that the Niners will remain. I told you, I think this is a good job of what, what Cal has done. The Niners will continue to take steps into the playoffs and fight for championships, I believe, in the near future. And I think Dallas is talented enough to where they'll do it again. So this is just the beginning of this. So this is a new phase. It's time for us to take round one of the first phase. Let's just go ahead and take it from them. Because I, I, for those of you that remember what it was like, um, I'll tell you guys who are just not getting into it, and you'll see ain't nothing like beating Cowboys. <laughs> In a game that matters, there is nothing like it. I enjoy enjoy doing that so i'm really looking forward to them um just beating up anybody that has a star on <laughs> look i mean this this thing splits families right i mean i I, uh-huh. I, I I can talk about my family i'm on an island over here right i mean i got i got cousins a lot of my older cousins i mean they 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 all support that star right i mean they they grew up in 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 the time where you know tom landry and 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 he had those boys going and everything and 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 where they were really where they were I mean they say they're America's team now but back then they were really America's team right they that that's kind of how you know they fell in love with them because they were always on television and so um so I'm on an island here you know but uh but that's cool you know I, I, I yeah bro I, I ain't worried but I ain't, I ain't swimming you know I didn't fortunately I didn't grow up liking them so I didn't have to deal with that um you, you know I didn't have to have that that split personality playing against them. I never liked Dallas. 
And um, I can tell you, and I really, really look forward to this game because I would like for this new generation to learn to feel the distinct hate for that star that I possess. <laughs> I think hate is a great thing in sports, only in sports. Only in sports, okay, people? Remember that, only in sports. But I, I think that it is great for an emotional sport like uh, football for you to just hate certain colors. And um, people, trust me, this is nothing like Seattle. They, this is nothing like Seattle. I know how everybody feels about Seattle right now, this new crew. This is nothing like it. This, this right here, um, and, and we'll get back to it, hopefully, to where winner of this one was always going on to have a shot at the, at the Super Bowl. And, it, and I enjoyed beating I, I even I even enjoyed beating them when I was in Carolina, putting them out of the playoffs. It was great. It was just great beating Dallas. <laughs> oh, man. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. That is story time with ED. Look, my man played in the rivalry. He's telling you how it is. I mean, he, he who knows it better better than him? Someone who, who's actually put on the colors and, and actually made big plays uh, when, when these two teams have met uh, in, in the postseason. So it'll be Niners-Cowboys Sunday, 1.30 p.m. local time. It'll be on CBS not Fox, where traditionally the NFC games are played. It'll be on CBS. Uh, so make sure you check that out local time. Of course, uh, we'll be back here next week to break it down for you. But it's super wild card weekend. I guess we got to get used to saying that. Uh, Niners are in the postseason. Um, you know, they're, they're back. They're back in the tournament uh, with an opportunity. And, and who better than to, to be able to go against in, in this, this first round matchup? Uh, than than the, the, that team with that star on the side of that, their, their helmets. Uh, so we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, if there's a like or, or, or button on that your particular uh, podcast subscription service or a follow button, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, subscribe to YouTube as well. We're also located on YouTube. Um, I, I, I hear from people during the week saying, we, we listen to it. We listen to the audio because it's instant. You know, sometimes we got to wait for the YouTube. We don't want to wait for the YouTube. We, we, we want it, you know, instantly. It comes comes right to your phones. That's why you subscribe, right? It'll come right to your phone. You can listen to it as soon as we uh, as soon as soon we drop the pod. Uh, hit us up on social media. Feel free to get involved in the conversation. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And he is going to be on fire on game day like he always is on game day. So, so if you want some insights, go ahead go ahead, follow him and, and get involved in the conversation there. Also on Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 so for my partner Super Bowl champion Eric Davis I'm Rashawn Haylock this has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network we will see you next week peace thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E A.V. on YouTube.